The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO, the lending partner with the products, people, and technology to serve your customers and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender. NMLS ID number 35953. Loans not available in New York. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. It can be hard to balance work and home life in an industry as competitive as mortgages. 2021 provided a never-ending supply of loans, and now originators are trying to fill that gap. So how do we carve out personal time? I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network, and today I'm joined by Erica LaCentra, Chief uh, Marketing Officer for RCN Capital. Erica, thanks for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Mike. So Erica, for our audience, is also a contributor to NMP Magazine, and in our most recent issue, you actually took on this topic. I guess just starting there, why focus on this topic for your most recent column? I think the topic of burnout in the mortgage industry is one that doesn't get enough attention. And especially when um, COVID hit and people uh, moved to working from home, um, there was just this transition to working from home and the real estate industry and the mortgage industry was really kind of going through such a tremendous boom too, where people were bringing their work home with them. They didn't really get a break and, you know, they were going through the tremendous boom in the mortgage industry and things kept turning along. And, you know, you want to be able to focus on the volume and everything, but you also don't want to you know, deal with slowing down or anything like that. So I did want to kind of shine a light on it that, you know, I speak with so many folks in the mortgage industry at a lot of conferences and trade shows and everyone kind of says like, it's so good right now. I'm working such long hours and everything. It's never going to be this good like for a long period of time. So I'm just going to keep working. I'm just going to keep working. I'm just going to keep working. And, you know, burnout is a very real thing and people need to stop and look in the mirror and say, okay, maybe I do need to take a little bit of time to just take a step back and focus on my own mental health. Because, you know, while the mortgage industry and the real estate industry might not be this good forever, like your own time and taking time for yourself and your family and everything is important, even if it is important to make money while the market is hot. And that burnout can hit you all of a sudden. Um, but we hear we hear work-life balance, something people talk about in all industries. But I get, at least in your mind, I mean, what does that look like, especially since for people it may not look the same? If you don't have kids, uh, you don't have much of a home life. Not that you don't need a work-life balance, but you might be more inclined to say, I'm going to make hay while the sun is shining versus somebody who has kids. And part of missing out on home life and family could contribute to that burnout. So I guess just generally, how do you talk to people about understanding what work-life balance looks like and feels like? So I think, you know, especially in the mortgage industry, too, like for originators, you know, it's about setting boundaries with clients. And I know that can be especially difficult because especially with mortgage originators, you're expected to be available to your clients basically 24-7 because real estate really doesn't stop. 
you know, in order to, you know, get that deal to make that money, you need to be available to your clients. But at the same time, it doesn't hurt to be able to set boundaries with your clients and set those initial expectations and, you know, saying, hey, maybe I'm not going to get to your email at 9 p.m. at night on a Saturday. Maybe I get to it, you know, the next afternoon is a healthy boundary to set. And, you know, that doesn't necessarily stop the sale from happening. But if you are answering emails at 10 o'clock at night and all hours of the night or on weekends, then your clients are going to expect that from you going forward. So it's kind of setting that expectation ahead of time does set you up for long-term success. And it doesn't mean that you're ignoring your clients if you're doing that. But I think, you know, setting those boundaries ahead of time definitely makes you know, that expectation in the long term. Don't miss the nation's largest show for successful mortgage pros. Originator Connect returns to Planet Hollywood in Las Vegas, August 18th through the 21st. See us at OriginatorConnect.com. It's simply the greatest mortgage conference in the known universe. OriginatorConnect.com. And when you say ahead of time, because this is something you write about in your column is how technology, it makes us more available and it can be easy to say this will take five minutes and then suddenly five minutes and five minutes and five minutes adds up to an hour. When in the process, I mean, do you literally just have that conversation when you're talking to people or do you wait for them to send you an email and then you have, when in the process do you sort of lay the groundwork to have what can be an awkward uh, and potentially difficult conversation depending on the expectations of a particular client? I would honestly say you have that conversation as early in the process as possible. Like, and I think you have it in a very respectful way. Like I said, I think as long as you're setting the guidelines of I am going to provide the best possible experience for you and we are going to get this deal done for you in the shortest timeline possible, I'm going to give you the best customer service experience. We're going to get this done for you. But, you know, I'm still going to set healthy boundaries where I'm not going to be working until all hours of the night. You can't call me 16,000 times and I'm going to pick up the phone every time. Like, I think that is healthy. And I think like that still is understandable that a client can't just have, you know, your ear all hours of the day and night because they're not your only client either. And I think, you know, that is a reasonable expectation, too. And I think any reasonable person would say, okay, if your loan officer has that conversation with you early in the process, they would re reasonably be like, okay, that makes sense, you know? And and some of this comes from culture because if you if you make that call at 10 o'clock at night to close the deal or move a loan along, you're going to get an attaboy from your from your higher ups. You're not going to get a, why did you do that? Why didn't you wait until the morning? So how is, how is, as an industry, do we sort of change the culture to let people know, yeah, it's okay. And at some point you should because that burnout will come on and then it's too late. I mean, what are some of the things that you at RCN are doing to sort of reiterate to your employees that you do have to make it a priority for yourself to take care of yourself? And I think, again, it's that mentality of setting the expectations up front and then also, you know, our management team really stresses that setting the expectations up front of here's what our process is. Here is what the timeline should be of the entire loan process. And yes, there are going to be certain things and certain roadblocks that come up and certain things. And you need to be able to, you know, when a roadblock comes up or something unexpected comes up, there are going to be times when you need to step in and say, okay, this is unexpected. Maybe I do need to work those late hours or maybe I do need to have that late night phone call or work a little bit like 
little bit extra just to make sure that that finally closes or, you know, do something extra for that client. But again, that should be like the exception. That should not be the norm is what we're getting at. Like that should not be someone working like 12, 16 hour days. It should be a normal time frame. And then, you know, if something does pop up, that should be the exception, not the rule. We're, we're, we're having this conversation coming off of 2021, which was a banner year at a lot of places. So there was a never ending supply of mortgage mortgages to write. Everybody wanted to get in on it. Now, all of a sudden, things are normalizing. But coming from that, it can feel like a huge letdown. And a lot of people got into the industry last year. Suddenly, they're trying to grasp, how do I keep my place here? The the headline of your your article was, is it a myth? In your mind, is it a myth? Or do you feel like some of the things that we're talking about are, obviously, it's going to take some effort, but that they're doable? I really do think that work-life balance in the mortgage industry is doable. And I do think that, you know, I keep pushing that, you know, it's about setting expectations and having that kind of candid conversation with your clients up front about establishing a process and, you know, being able to deliver on everything throughout that process. And, you know, again, it's having the expectation and, you know, delivering on that. So I do think, you know, there are things that come up and you do need to sometimes work late hours. But again, that is not the norm. Um, so I do think that, you know, work-life balance in the mortgage industry is not a myth. And if you're working for a company where it is a myth, then maybe you need to reconsider where you're at. Yeah. And we're talking about it from the standpoint of employees looking out for themselves. But of course, it's also important for your clients. If you're, if you're burnt out, you're more inclined to not do the job properly and not help them not get those loans across the finish line as quickly as they need to. Definitely. And I think especially as as we're seeing, you know, some volatility in the mortgage industry right now. And unfortunately, companies are going through layoffs like the conversations that I had with people previously where they're like, it's not going to be as good as this forever. Like that is the truth now. And people that were burning themselves out might be facing layoffs now. So, again, it really does prove that focusing on yourself and your own mental health is very, very important because, Sometimes companies don't really care about you. You need to care about yourself. Yeah, you're going to be the only one looking out for yourself. Yeah. Erica, thanks so much for these tips. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. And we'll have the rest of your headlines right after this word. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness. Here's your headlines for today, June 7th. Most experts think we're headed for a recession, but not a housing market crash. At least that's according to a poll by Zillow. More than 100 experts were included, and 56% think we're headed for a recession. But only 32% think we'll also see a housing bubble pop. Meanwhile, fewer consumers feel good about the housing market. Only 17% of people told Fannie Mae now is a good time to buy. That's down two points from last year. That's compared to 79% who say now is a bad time. And finally, the rate of single-family construction growth slowed in a variety of areas, but especially large suburban markets. The NAHB said single-family growth rates have slowed in nearly all regional sub-markets over the past year, due primarily to rising construction costs. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Kutamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate. 
and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygaze. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.